Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. It would not surprise me if Michigan Athletic Director Ward Manuel and ESPN's Kirk Herbstreet aren't exchanging holiday cards this season. And if you don't know about that, check out Ward Manuel's response to Herb Street's comments yesterday. This is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, December 3rd. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Let's start with something we touched on yesterday, please. The Australian Open will go ahead. Yesterday in the Buzzcast, we said it was uncertain, but they announced yesterday it will go ahead, but has been pushed back and set the start date for February 8th, which is back a couple of weeks from its planned start, and strict guidelines are still to be set out by national health agencies. Now, the players and the ATP and the WTA must still sign off on the quarantine conditions, so there is a chance the Australian Open still could be canceled, but right now it is going ahead with a start date on February 8th. Let's shift to the NHL where Commissioner Gary Bettman appeared at our own Dealmakers in Sports virtual conference yesterday. His interview is available today, right now, on our SBJ TV. It's a great interview that he gave with Fox Business Network's Liz Klayman. He touched on a lot of things. Mainly, he took issue with the recent portrayal of the league's negotiations to return to play with the NHLPA, calling the reports, quote, unfortunate and, quote, inaccurate. He specifically denied the league has moved the goalposts on a revised collective bargaining agreement, which was, of course, signed in July. He says they are not having negotiations and they're not seeking to renegotiate, but he did acknowledge that in July over the summer when reaching that CBA, a number of assumptions collectively are not quote applicable anymore, end quote, saying there are so many stresses on the system that things have changed. So now to me, that's an indication that the players have a couple of decisions to make. The players could hold tight and not accept the league's offer to defer more of their salaries. That could threaten the entire upcoming season. There have been a lot of reports that many owners don't even want to play this upcoming season. Are there enough owners, though, that would force Bettman's hand to cancel the entire season and use force majeure as their claim? Or the players could agree to return to the negotiating table and likely defer more of their salaries. Now, Bettman also talked about the league's upcoming media rights deal, which would start with the 21-22 season. Our John Oran has noted that many networks, NBC, ESPN, and Fox, have shown interest in the NHL. So too has at least one streaming platform. And Oran expects the NHL to see a significant increase from the 10-year $2 billion deal it has with NBC. Bettman's bottom line was about exposure, about promotion of the game, 
and about how the games are covered with production values and talent. Those are the elements that he said, of course, went into his decision. The main element that goes into the league's decision is, of course, money and the rights fee. But Bettman said, how are they going to connect with fans going forward? And he particularly stressed younger fans. Bottom line, many insiders expect the NHL to get a pretty hefty increase from their current rights deal. A lot of interest, and Bettman is in a good spot. But first, he must focus on getting the 2021 season complete. Let's move over to the NFL because on the same day that the Ravens Steelers had their matinee 345 game yesterday, Commissioner Roger Goodell met the media in a conference call. He downplayed the idea of a neutral site bubble for the playoffs. He says that they feel strongly that the league's protocols are working. Basically, it was a very optimistic tone by Goodell. He does not see using a bubble at all like the media focuses on it, he said. He said they may look at different things to reduce the risk of personnel that would limit exposure to others, but he downplayed the idea of any really formal bubble environment. He reiterated that the NFL is not going to cancel games for competitive reasons, only for safety and health concerns. So that goes back to the Broncos game last week where the league obviously felt the virus was contained enough so it was about health and safety were under control and they are not going to cancel games over competitive concerns or competitive reasons. Bottom line for me yesterday, Goodell is the season will conclude and we will crown a champion at the Super Bowl. Speaking of the Super Bowl, Ad Age is reporting that CBS is between 75 and 80% sold out of commercial time for Super Bowl 55. There are about 8 to 10 spots left for the February 7th game. Those are always the toughest spots to sell. They sell generally in the days leading up to the game. One other interesting note is that Ad Age is reporting February 28th is being held as a makeup date should coronavirus pandemic force a postponement of the Super Bowl. That's according to media buyers. So pretty interesting note there. In the not-so-surprising news category, NASCAR said the Daytona 500 in February will be held with a reduced capacity, confirming that the race's five-year sellout streak will end. NASCAR did not specify what the capacity will be. Remember, that track accommodates more than 100,000 in the grandstands, plus thousands in the infield. Let's shift to MLS because the league gets a rare primetime window tonight on Fox. That's right. The NFL had to move Ravens-Cowboys from Thursday to Monday. That opened a primetime window for Fox. MLS then moved its Western Conference semifinal match between Sporting KC and Minnesota United from last night, from Wednesday night to tonight. And so that allows the match to be seen on Fox. It was originally scheduled for FS1. This marks the first time in MLS history that a playoff match will air midweek in prime time on network TV. So good prime time network exposure for MLS tonight for its playoff game. News from the Olympic world is that a mobile health tracking app is being examined by Tokyo Olympic organizers as among the measures to be used to track the health of fans from abroad to see if they are permitted to attend this summer's Tokyo Games. They are trying to get as many fans in the venues as possible because, of course, they are trying to get as many fans in the venue as possible, of course, because that would help them offset the rising cost of the games and, of course, postponing the games also increase the cost of the game. And I want to end on news about people. 
two interesting people. First, the NFL made a very interesting hire yesterday. It was in Sports Business Daily. If you didn't see it, check it out. They hired away World Rugby CEO Brett Gosper to become the first head of Europe and UK for the NFL. Now, his mission is pretty straightforward. Expand the NFL brand across the European continent. Now, he has been in that rugby position since 2012. He is very well-known and well-respected in the European sports community. One of his main points of emphasis is to bring an NFL game to Germany, though the NFL has not put a time frame on playing in Germany. Also, Gosper will focus on, of course, increased fan engagement and growing the brand across the continent. Nolan Partners advised on the search. Gosper is expected to join the NFL in early 2021. He'll work out of London, but of course his purview is far wider. One interesting note about Brett Gosper, sports business runs in the family. His father, Kevin Gosper, is a well-known Olympic official. He was a longtime IOC committee member. And finally, I want to give a shout-out to ESPN's longtime PR executive and communications czar, Chris LaPlaca, who today will be inducted into the PR Week Hall of Fame. It is an honor well-deserved. LaPlaca is one of the nicest and classiest individuals in the sports business. He's also one of the most humble. I'm sure he would say this is a team award, and it is a team award. But as we all know, all great teams have great leaders. Chris LaPlaca is one of them. So congratulations to Chris LaPlaca for being inducted into the PR Week Hall of Fame today. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, December 3rd. A lot of interesting things going on. I'm Abe Madcore. Be safe. Take care of each other. Be good to each other. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.